Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oklahoma, Midlothian, Old Fort Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! So now we've talked so much about raising kids on this show. Right. I have now entered into unknown territory. Parenting an 18-year-old. That's ah, still in the house. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember when I was 18. The moment I turned 18, I was like, I'm an adult. I can do what I want. And then your parents said, then, yeah, you can move out then, right? That's what I yeah. did. Yeah, I did the yeah. same thing to her, too. Right, yeah. yeah. I was like, well, yeah, I, or you can move out. And she's like, what? I'm like, you could move out? That sounds like a great idea. Like, you should get a job in an apartment because you could do what you want. And then there was yeah. just like that blank look on her face. And I was like, or... We can just act like an adult because now you're an adult and sort you won't of. challenge your father. Yeah. And we'll kind of keep things the same. And I'll give you a few more things that you didn't get beforehand. Like, you know, I might give you a little bit more leeway. You definitely don't have a curfew anymore, right? But I mean, you don't have a legal curfew. I'm going to let you stay out later, but you're not coming home at four in the morning, yeah. right? Because the doors here lock and get chained at a certain time, right? So, I mean, like, that's kind of like where I'm at. Because, like, I always did the same thing my dad did, especially with the curfew. What's the legal curfew uh, in the county or what's the legal curfew in the city? Like, we used to live in Chicago mm-hmm. at the time. And I would go, like, a legal curfew in Chicago is 1030 on the weeknights, Friday and Saturday nights, 1130. Right? And then the, the TV stations would remind you at 10 o'clock, it's 10 o'clock, do you know where your children are? Right, exactly. And half of the city would go... No, no we have nobody children? knows where the children No are. idea. Not no at clue. all. Think they're at the mall? No, no. What mall? Yeah. And so, and so th- th- that was what my rule always was. But now if she's 18, fine. You want to stay out your, with your friends until midnight? Great. But it's still midnight. Yeah. You know, it's still like you're going to get a little bit more freedom, but not all the freedom in the world. Now, I mean, like, look, I'm realistic. She's going to go off to college. Yeah. The girl that's, has. That's kind of when, you well, know. And, and she, she, still, four, she still has some high school in yeah. front of her. She's still got some responsibilities. I know, but she's got, a four, she's got a 4-1 GPA. She's got multiple, like, like she's already gotten, like, a bunch of college credits with all of her AP stuff. She's got, like, a 32 on her ACT natural score. Okay? Yeah. Not even where they. These kids get to combine their scores now, which is garbage. I did really good on uh, math in this one. I did really good in English on the other one. So I'm going to put them together so and have to a bigger score. You take the partials from two different tests right, and, and put make them a bigger score. Now, some schools don't take it, but some do. But she's got a good, good natural score. She's been accepted into so many colleges so far already. How many? I think How she's many at, colleges? I think she's at six so far. Nice. Okay. Oh, wow. That's actually really good. And she, the ones that she wants to go to won't send her anything until January, they told her. So U of I and Purdue won't send her anything. she got Texas A&M, Alabama, Louisville. Like, there's a bunch of them that she's got. A couple of ones that I've never heard of. Like, some architecture school in Milwaukee that's like $50,000 a year. 
and they gave her a $25,000 scholarship. I'm like, it's still 25 a year. Milwaukee School of Engineering? We got, yeah, that one. That's a great school. I've never heard of it. It's a great school. She's accepted right in. Yeah. And they gave her a $25,000 a year scholarship. Yeah. Great school. And I was like, that's that's wonderful. And just far enough away. Still really expensive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, still really expensive. That's a lot of loans. Yeah. So, So, but the thing is, so, but I think she's collected like $350,000 in scholarships already that she's won. Like, I mean, she's killing it, right? So she's going to go away to school. She's making more money she, than you are. She's smart. Oh, yeah. She's the big <laughs> earner in the house. The <laughs> big earner in the house. She's going to go away to school. And when she goes away to school, I know what it's like. Like, my parents had a rule. Call me every Sunday to prove that you're alive. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's much my, it, right? Yeah. My, mom would, my mom would call and check on me on Fridays, and then I was supposed to call her on Sunday. It was, 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 the, was the rule the was, no matter what, yeah. we want to hear from you on Sunday. To know you're alive. But then as my parents said, you're out of sight, you're out of mind. Yeah. I have to trust at that point that I've raised so you well. Did they so I like, see this, I see this period now from 18 until the day she goes off to whatever campus she's going to next August. As like pre-adult. I'm going to give you more freedoms. I'm not crazy. Okay. So you're not getting away with everything. But then I also am aware of that, like. I know she's going to go down the college campus, and within the first week, she's going to be out until three o'clock in the morning someplace. Well, that's what you do at a like house the party first day. You're with supposed a red to do that's what you do. Drinking, right? Yeah. I mean, like that's what she's going to be doing. Like I know it because I was there. I know it. I know what's going to happen. So, but the thing is, like while she's in the house, there still has to be some structure because the next one's watching. Oh, and the yeah. one after that. What, what can I get away with? Right, exactly. And they so always get away with a little more. I know, man. The youngest it's great guy, to be youngest the youngest guy. It's young, great to be the youngest, youngest guy's gonna be jumping off the roof into the pool while I'm sitting there. And you're not even gonna be home. You're gonna be out dating. You're uh, <laughs> wandering the earth. You're by that yeah. time, yeah, yeah, man. I'll be in my I'll be in my mid fifties, and I'll be, be like, like Nikki, I'll leave you. I'll leave you a fifty hey, on the uh, countertop for pizza. How's everything going here tonight, buddy? He's like, good, damn. We just you feed got the a, dog. He just got a couple of people over. I'm like, what's a couple of people, bud? Oh, I got about 30, 40 people in the pool right now. Just make sure you clean up. Clean up afterwards, and uh, you know I'll see you in the morning. Yeah, because he's the youngest kid. Right. Yeah. He's a long way away from that. And by the way, that's a joke. In case any lawyers of the divorce are listening, that's clearly a joke. <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> This episode of Southside Pod and every episode of Southside Pod brought to you by Family Waterproofing Solutions, Boeing Walls, Window Wells, Foundation Crack Repairs, Sump Pumps, Gutter Cleaning, anything that has to do with keeping water out of your basement. And you heard in the ad at the beginning of the show, Express Service. It's on their website. You know what you want. You see the cost right on the website. It's right there for you. No nonsense. Order and schedule online immediately. Get quick service. Your basement's best defense is at FamilyDry.com. Sitting down here at the nine-foot homemade oak bar, uh, sipping on something other than the normal libations at the bar. We're having a, a cup of joe, a cup of coffee with Lorenzo Spearman. Uh, Lorenzo is, first of all, a uh, Marine Corps vet. Hoorah. Hoorah. <laughs> uh, I, I always also notice that uh, uh, when I get a vet, especially when they started a company, they are probably the the calmest business people that I meet and uh, they are just the most put together individuals and they are so well prepared. Like, like you came over here, you brought hot coffee, Mm -hmm. uh, you brought an entire tray with uh, all the fixings, depending on what I wanted to have with the coffee, it was perfectly organized, uh, and and you brought extra cups just in case. I Absolutely, mean, you, you are overly prepared, and uh, much like a marine would be. And uh, you own United Grinds, and this coffee place. The reason I brought this on Southside Pod is a Southside business establishment that is 
uh, not only making really good coffee, and we'll get into the coffee here that you, you poured for me, uh, but also doing it for a good cause. Tell people a little bit about what you're doing. It's, it's for the homeless, correct? It is. It is. I, uh, I created United Grinds Coffee um, with, with the idea of uh, raising funds for the homeless. Um, my background uh, is in um, homeless service providing. Uh, I was a manager of a homeless shelter on the west side of Chicago for many years, and um, uh, it, um, it, it became part of me. It, it's, it's, it's my heart. It's my passion. So anytime that um, I can do anything to uh, help the Chicago and homeless, I certainly want to. Uh, during the pandemic, though, we, we weren't able to make it down there to, um, um, you know, pass things out and uh, offer encouragement and such to the uh, homeless because of the because of the pandemic. Everybody was locked down. So I was trying to think of a way that um, I could support the homeless uh, just by donating. Right. And I don't mean directly out of my pocket anymore. If I could create a, a business that would uh, generate some funds that um, I could donate that would. So this whole business is born out of the idea of providing for the homeless. This isn't like you had a business and you said, on the side, I'm going to throw a little bit here towards the homeless because it's a good story and it looks good on my website. This is something you literally created because you wanted to give some support. Absolutely. It was the, the, the purpose of the company was to, uh, to help the homeless. Yes. And, and so is it monetary? Is it something where like you're giving to another group and that group is then providing things like, you know, clothing, shelter, stuff like that? Yes. Yes. It would be shelters like um, uh, the homeless shelter at uh, 20, uh, was it, uh, 2735 West Harrison. Uh, I think it's it's called uh, uh, the Franciscan Outreach. Um, when I'm able to make a donation to those folks, I certainly want to. Um, they're one of my go-to uh, charities, um, and also um, Pacific Garden Mission and um, Hope House. Um, we've also been able to uh, make some donations in that in that way. So, tell me a little bit about the coffee I'm having because uh, I was telling you as you were pouring it mm-hmm. that I have not. I was not a coffee drinker for most of my life. <laughs> I and to be honest with you. The coffee that I got hooked on first was like a Starbucks vanilla latte with a bunch of whipped cream in it. You know, I mean, like it was like one of those things where it was like somebody finally offered like I had to go to I want to say maybe even a business meeting. Mm -hmm. I knew I was going to have to drink coffee. Mm -hmm. I knew that I was not a coffee drinker. (laughs) And it was basically suggested to me, like, put as much sugar as possible in the thing and then you you might be able to get it. And I got kind of hooked on those. And I've only recently kind of switched to regular coffee Mm -hmm. where I'm not putting a bunch of like, you know syrups in it and stuff like that right <laughs> so like but there was the possibility when you poured this i thought to myself i was like i don't know i might not like this this is actually really really good i i i like this you were telling me this is a hawaiian bean this is what this is tell me about this it is it is a, a hawaiian bean it's it's called kona um the kona bean is that, that i sell is 100 percent kona i don't mix it with anything i don't dilute it out you know it's, it's a it's a pricey bean so a lot of companies do Meaning uh, they, they do uh, add. They'll throw other beans in there? Is that yeah, how they work? Just Arabica and just kind of mix it up and okay. and do it that way. Um, I decided that um, when I created United Grinds that I was going to do the very best and provide the very best product that I could possibly provide. And 100% Kona is the very best coffee on the planet, simply put. <laughs> it just is. Everybody always thinks it's like Colombian coffee, right? I was taught that when in the '80s, when I was when I was watching uh, those uh, Folgers commercials, 
where they were switching out the pure Colombian coffee. Like that's what I, that's, I think I've been like, that's been ingrained into me as somebody that doesn't know enough about coffee, but I can, I'm buying what you're saying because this is tasty. Well, Colombian coffee is, is some of the best on the planet as well. Um, I have a house blend that is um, blended with a Colombian coffee and, and it's absolutely to die for. This is an online coffee place, right? It is. So yes. the idea is like, you don't, you're not running a coffee shop. People go online, they order the beans, they brew their own coffee. That is correct. That's how this works. Okay? That, so that's you, how this works. You go on the website. So it's unitedgrinds.com. I'll give you the, uh, the the plug there. Thank you. Although I did bring you in because I just thought it was neat how you were, <laughs> what you were doing. Because I, I, I always find it really interesting when I come across, we've had a pizza place on recently uh-huh. on this show. Yes. And, and what they use their profits for. Yes. And how they and how they what they do in the community. I find that stuff to be very interesting. Uh, you know, you get somebody who has a business mind. They know they could go out and take over the world. Right. Like for you, you're sitting there going, I, I could have just started a company doing anything and just made money off it. Right. But you had a purpose as to why you wanted to go and do that. And so you go on this website. People order their coffee. It, it gets sent out to them. It, it, is it a subscription? Is that how this works? Uh, it can be. Uh, okay. I do have some folks who um, uh, subscribe. There's a subscription module there on the website. I have a background in subscription coffees. Oh, really? Yes, but it was like a it was a it was a terrible company. So <laughs> yours yours looks legitimate. I'll tell you the story about mine. Right when I got out of radio, uh-huh. uh, I went to work for some guy like a marketing like internet marketing company up around in Evanston. Mm-hmm. Okay, the name the name of the company was Peel and Incorporated. I believe several of the people in charge of it, including the owner, went to jail at some point for what they were doing. <laughs> and I was just looking for a way to make money, right? Uh-huh. So at first, you were just buying ads and advertising, like, you know, like, sign up for such and such and get a chance to win this. It was all this, like, these BS ads that would pop up. Like, uh-huh. It was the early 2000s, right? And then he decided he wanted to do a subscription coffee business. But he just, he was just getting coffee putting a label of his own over the top of somebody else's label. And then he was setting it out. And what he realized was with the subscription, he could just continue to hit their credit cards. So if you subscribe for a bag every month, it turns out he would send you a bag every week and hope that you just didn't realize how much coffee you're getting <laughs> oh and how much he was charging you for the coffee. And I found out about it because somebody called, got through to my department by mistake when they were calling the complaint line. And I walked in and I asked him about it. He's like, oh yeah, that's what we're doing. I'm like, that's illegal. <laughs> And he was like, yeah, but nobody's caught us yet. And I left and took a job someplace else. You have a legitimate <laughs> coffee place that helps the homeless. I wanted I wanted to discern between the two of those things. Because I think when people go online and they order things, uh-huh. it's hard to find something that's trustworthy. Oh, sure. To find something that's not only trustworthy, but something that like that actually is doing something good. I think this is something that people should take note of, and it's helping people on the South Side. Oh, you, you can never be too careful, man. Uh, the scammers are out there, that's for sure. Um, with with the whole credit card things and uh, interesting business models, yeah. Ste- stealing credit cards. What's that about? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, you know, I used to be. I, I started the company putting Facebook ads up for them, uh-huh. like buying time on Facebook when Facebook used to have ads on it. That's how long ago it was. Okay, wow. and within a year and a half, we were running some kind of coffee scam. He was also giving away posters as well. He was doing. He was doing. <laughs> he was doing posters for people's dorm rooms, and he was. He had all the. He had a list of different things. He was like, if I could just get people to subscribe the things and get their credit cards. The sky was the limit. That was what that guy was. I believe he served uh, several years in jail. So yeah, you, on the other hand, you, you don't have to worry about that with me. <laughs> 
that's not something we no do. no so like what when you when you got this idea to go do this does this come from the structure of being a marine does this come from the amount of homeless veterans that are out there that i think is an epidemic in this country like what where does this where did it originally come from where you leave the marine corps and then you get involved with helping out the homeless and then eventually get to this company well you, you know what it was some years after i left the marines that um Someone just asked me to volunteer uh, down at um, at the House of Mary and Joseph uh, homeless shelter in Chicago. And uh, I did just for a night. Then um, they asked me to do it again. I did it for a couple few different um, evenings. And then I was approached by the management. Uh, they asked me, would I be interested in uh, having a position there, a job there, because they saw how uh, I interacted with the homeless folks. Now, that's a it's a drug-ridden area. It's a it's a tough neighborhood, but I'm a marine. Right, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm comfortable in my skin. I don't, exactly, that doesn't, doesn't bother me. So, um, I developed a rapport with a lot of the homeless folks who are who are actually more vulnerable than they are dangerous. That's for sure. But um, uh, it the relationships that I formed down at the homeless shelter um, enabled me to um, actually uh, reach more of the homeless people because when they trust you. They'll actually come in from the weather. They'll come in and and um, you know get a warm meal in, instead of uh, sleeping on the streets. Yeah, it's it, it's incredible what you're doing. I think it's it's very cool. The coffee's great. <laughs> the coffee's great. Were I'm you always you a coffee drinker. I w- I've always been. Is that why you picked it? Did it you is. pick this business because you were a coffee drinker? Yep, and you're like, well, absolutely. if I'm going to be doing something and I'm giving the money away, <laughs> I've given Starbucks thousands of my hard-earned dollars. That's for sure. <laughs> Compared to compared to Starbucks, I'm curious because I always feel like that those places are all these big markups and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Getting the beans and doing it in your house, how, how much of a difference is that? Um, As somebody who, to be honest with you, I'm one of these guys using the K cups right now. Yeah. So I got to figure out how to brew it myself to start using your coffee. To be honest with you, but I but it's so good, I might start considering. Well, you doing can use that. a little adapter and and, okay. and put the coffee. I in I didn't there. know there was an adapter. Yep. There the, certainly the, is. The machine was left behind when my wife left, so I. <laughs> You you and got I, the machine. I would call her up and ask her how to use it, but I don't want to talk to her. Right. So so I gotta I gotta I gotta figure it out myself. But there's an adapter you're telling me. Yeah, it's just a little plastic adapter. You can put the coffee inside of it, put it on your machine. Voila. Okay. Yep. All right. I'll, I'll make sure I grab you one and send it to you. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, that's awesome. But I would imagine cost wise, there's a big difference for people. So you're helping somebody out. And then by not going and spending it like a place like that where you're, you know, standing in line or they got the little screen, they're asking for a tip and all they did was do the same thing somebody at McDonald's <laughs> right. does. I mean, like, I think this would be more cost effective, right? Yeah. For, well, for certainly for me, it's it's more cost effective because, man, I, I was living in Starbucks. I mean, it's unbelievable. I have a teenage daughter who uh-huh. lives in Starbucks and I sit there and I go, I don't know what you're doing and why you're spending. A-. Like she has a job, I feel, to feed her Starbucks habit. <laughs> I haven't been able to figure that out at all. I will point her in your direction. Once again, it's uh, unitedgrinds.com. Lorenzo Spearman was nice enough to bring me just an incredible cup of coffee. It's good, man. Cheers. Thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoy it, my friend. Cheers. I have a confession to make. It's true. And I'm guessing you have done the same thing. 
put more time into thinking about what's for dinner than preparing for your retirement. But if you think your retirement needs deserve more attention, I agree with you, and I want to help you out. I've got a local, experienced, down-to-earth guy who's a friend of this show. He's got a get-to-know-you approach and do-the-right-thing values, and he's been around for over 20 years right here on the South Side. His name is Tom Walsh. He's located on the corner of 111th and Kedzie, and he's waiting for your call. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. Reach out to Tom now, 773-779-0023, or pop in at the office right on 111th and Kedzie. Tell them we sent you. Edward Jones, making sense of investing, member SIPC. Don't want no short tort, man. Don't want no short tort, man. Tiny little, tiny little. Don't want no short tort. Don't want no short tort. Don't want, 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 don't want no short tort man Don't want 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 no short tort man Join us on the phone line right now, our good friend, John Streets from the Streets Arts Alliance, who normally sits down here and has a bourbon with me, but he's so damn busy getting ready for the big event going on this weekend at Blue Island Beer Company in Blue Island, right off of Old Western Avenue, the, the Krampus Market, the Krampus Market. What is it, John? What do I call it? Krampus or Krampus? Let's go Krampus this, this time. <laughs> How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, man. So first of all, Krampus is going to be there, right? This is like, if people don't know what the story of Krampus is, maybe that's how we should start. Maybe you should kind of fill them in a little bit. I've seen the movie. Essentially, this is like the the evil thing that comes and eats children or like, you know, curses people who are bad. Like Santa brings toys and Krampus brings death. Like, how does this work? So my understanding, and I'm not a specialist on Krampus, uh, is, is he's basically like a deity or a god or something that would kind of whip the children into compliance and being good. And so if the kids were bad, he would kidnap them and in some cases eat them if they were really, really bad. Now, I might be butchering that story, but I don't claim to be a historian on Krampus. I just like to have Krampus at my shows every once in a while. Right, and, <laughs> and if there is a Krampus historian, I want to meet you, because you've devoted your life to something very interesting. I have a feeling that you will, you, someone will reach out to you in the next two weeks wanting to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this thing is coming up on Sunday. It's a Sunday event. Uh, over at Blue Island yeah. Beer Company, noon until 6 p.m. I was at this last year, and I, I know I mentioned it to you. It's one of my favorite, like, events of the year. Because, you know, you go to all these different things that are going on around the South Side, and you, you, when you find something this unique, I mean, you got a person that's going to be walking around dressed as, like, a, a horned thing that like Krampus is going to be walking around this thing. I mean, like, and, and, and just what you bring in there, you bring in all these local artists 
but the just the take on it, like it's very different than any other Christmas market. Everybody else is basically doing a Christmas market where they could basically be the exact same thing. They're just in different places. And this is really unique. What makes it stand out? Tell people. So this Krampus market, not only does it have three, three dozen, over three dozen artists that are in it. These are all artists that are taking a kind of a dark macabre spin on some of the things that they're selling. You know, not only is every every single one of them an artist or a handmaker or a tarot reader, but they're all super passionate about what they make. You know, this particular market is going to be more intimate, more diverse, and more awesome than any of the other craft shows that are out there. But I'm a little biased, you know, as the curator. <laughs> and the great thing about it is I get to drink craft beer. And uh, they, they always have a really good selection over there at Blue Island Beer Company. And, and, and the way that I try to describe this to people you're going to walk in and right away, boom, there's stuff there for you to see. And then you kind of work your way through the brewery because you guys open up everything inside the brewery. So they're going to walk amongst where the beers are created, where all the tanks are. There's there's artists right there. There's vendors right there. You, you know, you're walking through like, you know, it's basically a pathway from room to room to room with something new in each room. So it's not like, you know, it, it's not just one big like auditorium room. It's not like something that's small. You can really kind of get lost in there looking for uh, interesting treasures and things you may not even have thought about as you're going out and doing your holiday shopping. And I think that's better for finding gifts for your friends than hitting Amazon. This is this is where I'd want to start. Exactly. Yeah. You're, these are one of a kind items that you're finding at one of my markets, you know. You know, whether you want some really unique ornaments for your tree, you know, the hand of deck tarot from uh, John Jonathan Grimm art, or maybe some really creepy earrings that say meh or some bad word I don't want to say on your podcast. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there's, there's these fun little ghosts that have fireball in their hands. There's some crocheted Krampuses. Earrings that are just out of this world strange with like little babies carrying slices of pie. You know, it's you literally you're gonna find something great, something unusual, something weird, and something you definitely want to hide in the closet if you buy it. It doesn't always have to be super weird, too. That what's interesting is my daughter got me my favorite gift from last year was this little tray that had a, a tumbler glass and then four different like tasting glasses that were smaller. And it came on this tray that had an insignia burned into the tray. And it was one of the artists that were at the market that she found mm -hmm. while she was walking through there. And she had the whole thing custom done with all of oh. the different stops that I had in my radio career on the tasting glasses. And then, oh, which was really cool. And, and she, and she had like my original morning radio logo, like burned into the thing and on, and on the tumbler glass. And it's like my favorite piece in the nine foot homemade Oak bar. And she found an artist that like, she saw an example of what he did. And she goes, can you do it with, with images that I could get to you and surprise my dad. And then the artist went to work on the thing with her and they, they, they collaborated and she, she loves going there cause she's very into art. She's very into like doing cool things. You walk into a room and like all of the wall art, all of the things that are in there, they're all handcrafted and handmade by her. I can see her one day being somebody who's a vendor at one of your markets, but she went and she found somebody and collaborated and was able to find like the perfect gift for her dad there. And it didn't need to be like, you know, something that was creepy and crazy. I mean, if you're into creepy and crazy, trust me, there's going to be plenty <laughs> of that at this market, but there's, there's something for everybody there. 
Oh, exactly. You know, whether you want something crazy, something normal, or you just want some bread, you know, I've got, you know, uh, Wanda Pickles going to be there selling their, their awesome flavors and varieties of pickles. I'm going to have, you know, someone there selling the everything dipped in chocolate. That's KP's Candy Factory. You know, the, the bread guy is going to be there. You know, I don't know if you, if you know what I'm talking about, but Queen Cakes by George. Oh, yeah. And he's breaking out. He's breaking out all of his stops, bringing his four most popular breads uh, of the year, including, oh, you know, I don't have that list in front of me, but uh, I would just encourage anyone to go check out the event page on Facebook to find out the breads he's bringing because he sold out last year in about an hour and a half. And um, I'm hoping he's going to bring twice as much this year, but I know <laughs> there's only so much bread you can make in 24 to 48 hours. Uh, but I, I'm hope you know he'll probably sell out pretty early for this show too. But yeah, there's some there's normal stuff, great stuff, unusual stuff, stuff you won't find anywhere else. The Krampus Market. It's going to be a Blue Island Beer Company. It's going to be on Sunday. It kicks off at noon. It goes until six. Kind of turns into a party afterwards. I'll be honest with you. Uh, if you're looking for something to do, and definitely on Old Western Avenue, there there are so many different places to go check in. And you actually, it looks like here, you've got a couple of companies that'll be down the block at Rock Island Public House, uh, right on Old Western Avenue. So it, it, it's mainly over at Blue Island Beer Company, but there's such an overflow, you get to walk down the street, the lights are there. It's, a, it's, it's such a cozy little area there in Blue Island, and you walk into Rock Island Public House as well. So make a day of it coming up this Sunday, and if anybody wants to see more, you're, you're suggesting the Facebook page, right? Please, yes. Uh, just uh, it's Krampus Market 2023. Uh, you can find it via Bead Streets or the Street Arts Alliance on Facebook. I'd recommend following and liking all of those. And if you are a Krampus historian, I would imagine John Streets will be wearing something tie-dye, and he has a very distinctive <laughs> beard. It'll be easy to find him and correct him on his pronunciation and his story <laughs> of Krampus. <laughs> When you're at the market, go find him. I guarantee he'll have a beer in his hand as well. John, thanks so much for jumping on. You bet, Chris. Always a pleasure. John gave you something to do on Sunday. We might as well give you the rest of the bulletin board. The Southside Bulletin Board brought to you by Spoken Vine Wine Bar and Bottle Shop, northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. A wine bar that has something for everyone. Great food, an incredible array of wines, and then also you can bring home wines, give them as gifts. If you find something you like, bring it home for yourself. 21 and over, no exceptions. An adult night out or afternoon can be found at SpokenVineWines.com. This Saturday the 9th, 11 a.m. until 2 p.m., Crestwood Recreation and Wellness Center is having their Christmas market with Santa on scene. There's some arts and crafts and some cookie decorating, the hot chocolate, you know, the basics, 5331 135th Street in Crestwood. There's also a brunch with Santa on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., 8060 186th Street in Tinley Park. That's the address of Hailstorm Brewing Company. Santa's going to be there from 10 a.m. until 1 p.m. They got that great scratch kitchen. Go have a brew, have something to eat, see the claws. Also this weekend, Hometown Holiday is happening in Lamont. It's actually happening on Saturday, 2.30 in the afternoon until 10 p.m. Lamont will be lit up and there'll be holiday arts and crafts, Chris Kringle Market, food trucks all day up and down the street, the village tree lighting's at 5 p.m., and of course, Santa's gonna be there at 5.30. 
So much more to see in Lamont this weekend at this festival. See more at LamontDowntown.com. The final item is open auditions. And they're brought to you by SidSauce.net, the only place I get my hot sauce from. So many different flavors delivered to your door. See everything they have to offer and stuff your stockings with Sid Sauce from SidSauce.net. December 10th and 14th, auditions for Little Shop of Horrors at Beverly Arts Center. You can get all the descriptions and audition info at thebeverlyartscenter.com. Sister Act the Musical is also holding auditions right after the holidays on the 2nd and 3rd at the Oak View Center in Oak Lawn. Go to olparks.com for that information. A little something for everyone on this episode today, and we will see you next episode. Remember, if you've missed anything, if you want to catch up, if you don't want to miss something in the future, subscribe. It's free. Anywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SouthsidePod.com. It's the Southside! It's the Southside! It's the Southside Pod! Thanks for listening! Thanks for tuning in to the Southside Pod! Y'all come back now, here.